You're on the city radio. You're on the city radio. You're on. You're on. You've been listening to. You're on. You're on the city radio. You're on the city radio. You've been listening to. You're on city radio's midnight hour. Greetings, landlubbers, and welcome to the Midnight Hour on Huron City Radio, broadcasting from the largest body of fresh water anywhere on the planet. I'm Tom Babajowski, and I'll be accompanying you throughout the show. Whoa! 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 If you do hear any noises uh, such as those, I think I think maybe the ship is starting to become adrift after those storms. It's rocking more than usual, so please bear with me. If I, if I sound a little... <clears throat> bilious. Little stomach isn't feeling like it should with all this movement. Maybe that cold spam chili wasn't a good idea for supper after all. Now where are those tums? God. So uh, stay tuned and fingers crossed we'll be avoiding a multicolored yawn live on the air. And now a word from tonight's sponsor. Richard Thornberry's Embalming and Mummification Services. Our innovative, state-of-the-art secret process will have Grandma looking like a spring chicken, way longer than is necessary. <laughs> Come see for yourself, what what? Now incorporating Thornberry's taxidermy wall mountings. You know, I've already booked Richard Thornberry for my well, my eventual end of days, even though it's obviously way, way, way beyond the horizon. I can't wait to see how they're going to prepare my temple of a body. Well, actually, I guess I won't be getting to see because, well, hmm. Well, I wonder if there's a way maybe just to, I don't know, try it out beforehand. I'll have to give him a call. Right. Uh, the topic for tonight's phone-in, science. Controversial, disputed, useful, dangerous, and ever-changing, science has been propping up our attempts to endure the anxiety of existence ever since prehistoric cave dwellers held the very first science fair. Now, we'd like to hear from all sides of the science debate, whether your experience with science ended after you wet yourself when your brother jammed both terminals of a 9-volt battery into the middle of your tongue. Oh, it'll be fun, he said. Dick. Or whether you've built your own Hadron Collider in your basement without planning permission. Whatever the case, we want to hear from you. Same number as always, uh, 314-92-12-137-13. You're listening to me, as always, Tom Babajowski here with the Midnight Hour on Huron City Radio. Coming up, Tom's top tips, our competition winner from last week's competition, and, oh, I am so, so sorry, episode three of Raccoon Man. But now to get the show rocking. Oh, God, not rocking. Oh, it's, it's moving again. Uh, from uh, Huron City, it's uh, music from, what does it say? Mr. Ships? Missed the ship? What? This makes no sense at all. Huh, the Miss Some Chips with Gallows Reverb. Gibberish. Total gibberish.
That had you tapping your toes with a hammer. All right, your plug's out, and on with the show. Dear God, are, are we really coming adrift? <sighs> Anywho, science, the realm of boffins and basement dwellers, geniuses and mavericks. Scientists have been trying to improve and understand the world with their work. But what are you, the layman and woman? The ones who are on the receiving end of science. What do you think of it all? What is science? And who decides what to be science-y about? Who chooses to look into the causes of foot fungus? Or whether cats talk in ancient dialects? Maybe you believe all science is a hoax, and that the Earth is actually hat-shaped, and that water is just sky juice. Or perhaps you live your life by science, measuring each portion of cabbage and turkey to make sure you maintain optimum nutrition and only using the heretical metric system. Now, Eric, my extremely non-scientific producer on the mainland, is waiting for your calls. And, oh, if you're lucky, he'll press the right button and you'll be through to me, Tom Babajowski, on, here on City Radio. By the way, Eric, on the supply raft, I asked for something heavy in case we came adrift. But, like, I don't know, a spare anchor? The best of deep purple? Seriously, Eric? And listen, please, Eric. For the love of God, toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. I mean, I had to take down my periodic table poster. Now all I've got left is the noble gases. Okay, so on to our first caller tonight on uh, line one. That's right, line number one. You're through to the midnight hour. Good evening, Tom. And a good evening to you. This is Dr. Robinson, uh, very interested in this week's phone, and I couldn't wait to call. Oh, a doctor. You know, I don't think we've ever had a doctor on the show before. Well, I'm glad to be the first. You know, I, I haven't seen a doctor in ages. Uh, I might not be the sort of doctor you're thinking of. You know, being stuck out here. Uh, like I said, I think you may have got the wrong not idea. Not able to get help should anything go wrong with me. Whoa, hey, look, Tom, I'm not a medical... Hey, uh, can I ask you something? Uh, I have these little pimples. 
I'm not a doctor of medicine. Yeah, you see, they, they pop a bit, like, uh, kind of like pink bubble wrap. Oh, oh, are you listening to me? Yeah, I mean, they're in nearly every crevice. Oh, God, it sounds awful. Yeah, it's not a bed of roses, although some of them do look like a squashed rose. Oh, God, I'm not a medical doctor. Wait, you, you what now? I can't help you. I'm not that kind of doctor. Huh. Well, wait a minute. What other type of doctor is there? I'm a doctor of physics. What? What are you talking about? I have a PhD, a doctorate in physics. Oh, like uh, physical therapy. You treat people with bad knees, that kind of stuff? No. Physics, the study of laws of the universe. What now? You're a lawyer. I thought you were a doctor. Oh, no. I, I study physics. I study matter. How the natural world fits together through energies and forces. Well, now, wait a minute. So, so you don't have any patience? <sighs> That's right. I have absolutely zero patience. Yeah, but you said you're a doctor. I am. Look, physics. I look into atoms, the relation of motion as expressed through mathematics. Uh, you treat sick atoms? That kind of thing? Oh, not that kind of thing. Well, you, you sure you couldn't let me describe that rash j just a little bit more? Oh, fucking hell. All right, well, thanks for calling, I guess. Though, you know, I don't think he was really a doctor. <laughs> All right, now who do we have on the line? That's uh, line, uh, oh, line number one. Hey. Evan here, science student and lover of all things scientific. Well, hip, hip, hooray. What do you got for me, Evan? What do you love about it all? All, all that science stuff. Well, it's what separates us from animals. The ability to reason, to apply the scientific method to the world around mm -hmm. us. Yeah, it sounds good. It, it actually sounds like science, too. You, you want to explain a little more? Oh, yeah. Love love to. Love to. I I could talk about this stuff all night. Well, yeah, you, you've got a little time. I love our capacity to be both observer and participant in the world. Mm -hmm. Unlike mm -hmm. all yeah. other life forms who are just only able to experience an inner reality okay. distinct from all external influences, uh -huh. where, 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 where as humans we have the ability to observe okay. the conditions right. and phenomena around Around us uh, to apply uh, rigorous and skeptical thought, asking, right. searching okay. yeah, questions yeah, about okay. uh -huh. the, the yeah. nature of reality that we gather uh. through our senses, and then conceptualizing yeah. hypotheses and theories about those answers mm -hmm. and our observations, okay. and okay. determining yeah. the results All by right. by extrapolating the data garnered yeah. by uh, our okay, yeah. interactions <laughs> and applying mm -hmm. it vis-a-vis -vis with previous <sighs> results in order to to form conclusions mm -hmm. that for that help us help us delve into the okay. very substance of reality a reality right, that exists right, right. in each yeah. object we see as well as how what? that reality exists within the relationship Wait, and the interactions uh -huh. of said oh. objects with other objects and the all environment right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. all right there you have it thank you evan all right now who the hell wants to talk about science you know proper science Bubbling test tubes of potions, making indestructible styrofoam, putting lipstick on rabbits, that kind of thing. Now, who do we have on line one to enlighten us with the wonder of science? <laughs> poopy, poopy. <laughs> poopy, poopy. <laughs> Uh, hello? Hello, you're through to Tom Bobajomsky on the Midnight Hour? <laughs> hey, 
Hey, who's there? <laughs> Your butt. Your butt. <laughs> nah, wait a minute. Tom Dookie Dookie. Hey, how did this happen? Eric, to get their number, right? Smelly man, smelly man, sitting on a tin can. Fuck off. Sorry about that, listeners. Just some technical difficulties. And if any of you found my language distressing, well, we apologize, but you really have to get over it. Call Eric if need be. So who on earth do we have next on the line? I'm warning you, Eric. Hello, Tom. And uh, hello to you. Welcome to the Midnight Hour. Uh, So what is your name and what's your point? I mean about science. My name is Sandra, and I'd like to talk about my... Oh, Sandra. Lovely name. Uh... Thank you. And I'd like to talk about my interest in... not Sandra Bell, by any chance. Uh, no. No. Uh, Okay. No, of course. Uh, I don't know. Don't know why I thought you'd... You see, I I used to know a a Sandra Bell uh, high school way, way back. (laughs) No, I'm not Sandra Bell. Do you want to hear what I have to say? Oh, sure, sure. Go on. Well, Tom... My passion Sandra. is how science has oh, changed Sandra, throughout the Sandra years. Uh, maybe you knew her. Uh, she used to live out by Roland Creek Estate. No, I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, she used to go to Huron City High School. She, uh, well, she never did right. I'm not from around here. I went to school in another state. <sighs> Sandy. You know, she said she was going to keep in touch. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying uh, science. Yes, I was saying I am fascinated by the history of science. Hmm? What? History? Yes, how scientific knowledge has changed throughout the centuries. Oh, come on. We we had a doctor who wasn't a real doctor, a dull bore, some shitty kids. Now someone talking about history instead of science? I am talking about science. Yeah, but you said history. Yes, the history of science. Ugh. I thought this was actually going to be a good phone-in. But it is a fascinating subject. So was Sandra Bell. Yeah, she was my first kiss. <laughs> oh. Tom? Uh, Mr. Babajowski? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, you were saying... Uh, would you like me to carry on? I'm not sure. Could I call you a different name? How about Louise? Uh, Jenny? I think I'd better go. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. Um, bye now. Hey, Sandra. It's time for one more call, which I am more than happy about. Who do we have bothering us tonight? Thank you for calling back on pizzas. This is Raymond. May I take your order? Tonight's special is two pizzas and cheesy wings, half price if you buy more than 30. What? Raymond? Oh, Eric, not again. Hey, hey Mr. Bobajowski. Hey, what's going on, bud? Not good, Raymond. No, what's not going on? What's up? Nothing, really. Hey, you don't happen to know a Sandra Bell, do you? From what I remember, she liked pizza. Although not anchovies. Hey, maybe she's one of your customers. Hey, sorry, dude. Can't help you there, man. You looking for somebody? I guess. Maybe. I don't know. It was a long time ago. So, you you don't want to place an order, then? Science, Raymond. You got any interest in science? I just wondered if you could maybe salvage this phone in, as it's really left me just... Ugh. Oh, science. 
Bro, that's that's some shit, man. I, now you come to men- mention it, like like science is really interesting. No, that's what I thought until tonight. You know, it was it was in that book, man, uh-huh. the Golden Bow, where where that Scottish brainiac talked about humans trying to understand the world, and that, that mankind he he used like magic first, and then and then religion, and now science, man. It's like a it's like a framework. For making sense of being alive. You know, maybe I need some magic <laughs> in the shape of a pizza. Like attempting to fathom your place in the universe, bro. Like there's a Milky Way and galaxies and stuff. And we're just here on a dot, bro. I mean, I agree with him. Like He, he goes on to say that we will never find the answer. Not through any structured thinking that, that prevents direct experience. Did you say 30 wings? Yeah, yeah, 30. Like like I was saying, like because, and I quote, right, the advance in knowledge is an infinite progression towards a goal that never recedes. Hmm. Like Sandra Bell. <laughs> you, you, want, you want extra anchovies again, bro? Yes, please, Raymond. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, B. Oh, could you try to get it here while it's still warm and before, well... It will try. Before I come adrift. Take it easy, bud. Thanks, Raymond. (sighs) You're listening to the Midnight Hour here on Huron City Radio. The time is coming up to... That's always the same time, isn't it? It's always now, right here. Anyway, who cares? I'm sure you've all got clocks. Oh, what on earth? Oh, man, the wind is really picked up. Really? Really? Eric, I'm... Yeah. I think I'm coming adrift. Oh, what's that? Oh, oh, it's time? Uh, Okay. And now it's time for... Dom's Dop Dips. Dom's Dop? What, Eric? What the... Oh, I see you had a cold when you called them? Really, now? No, Eric, I don't hope you feel better soon. Next week, next week, get it right. God, anyway. On Tom's Top Tips, we have a letter this week from an Alice Lofenbro of Anchor Falls, who asks, Dear Tom, I've recently had trouble with the pipes under my bathtub, as they seem to have corroded rather rapidly over the last 24 hours and the bath itself is beginning to show similar signs of wear. I would usually ask my neighbor to help with such tasks, but just recently I can't get a hold of him, like he's just dissolved into thin air. Please help me, Tom, as I can't go without my daily ablutions any longer. Yours, liquefyingly, Alice. Well, Alice, it's very easy to replace bathroom pipes, so you're in luck. Now, after you've removed the damaged parts, you need to get some fresh pipe that's preferably as long as an elephant's ilium. Make a cat's cradle out of this while wearing your Sunday best, as this will provide the correct demeanor required for this precision task. Now, when dusk arrives, screw the new piping into place and then secure with taffy, buttercream, and lead for a snug-fitting seal before blowing in a kiss for good measure. As for the bath, a hollowed-out shell of a recently-caught giant turtle will suffice, or simply arrange a series of buckets on the kitchen floor and wash limbs in rotation during a soapy version of Twister. There, that should give you your ablution solution. <laughs> ablution solution. 
Oh, dear God, where do these come from? <laughs> Pollution solution. Another top tip next week. And if you need help with any irritating household problems, write me a letter, pop it in the mail to Tom Babajomsky, The Great Ship, Lower Lake Huron. Whoa, well, the Lower Lake for the time being. Whew. And now, pour yourself a drink, open a bucket of popcorn, and lose yourself in episode three of Raccoon Man. While I go see what the Pope Falls is going on with this ship. Oh, Sandra. Sandra. Oh, Sandra Bell. Why? Sandra. In the original Midnight Hour, you would now be listening to the Huron City radio drama, Raccoon Man, episode three. The Warehouse. You can find these in the original Midnight Hour podcast or on Huron City Radio Drama Presents podcast. Or visit our website at huroncityradio.com. And now, back to Tom Babajowski. Well, there you have it. Episode 3. And would you believe this? They still haven't finished. That's right, there's an episode four next week. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, on to more worthwhile activities as we take a look at what's going on in Huron City and around the Greywater area. To start with, the largest garage sale in the world takes place this weekend, and as usual, the route runs straight through Huron City. By law, every citizen has to unearth a multitude of mold-infested ornaments, books, tools, and clothes and display them like some proud badge of profligate insanity. Then, as decreed by the Constitution, people are forced to ferret through the wares and take home exactly twice the amount than they actually have space for, thus forcing them to call in via Home Depot on the way back to buy that extra shed they were thinking of getting anyway. Sale takes place from dawn to dusk, and up-to-date tetanus shot is recommended. You know, we went on that years ago, me and, and Sandra. Yeah, that was one of the last things we did together. I still have that China figurine I bought her. The, the tramp fishing with the broken rod. I don't think she ever liked it. Oh, also, a, uh, <clears throat> a reminder that all next month in Huron City, it's Human Awareness Month. The local chapter of It Takes All Sorts will hope to raise awareness and discussion around the fact that you are not the only fucking person on the planet. And now it's time to take a look at the weather from the bottom of the lake with our underwater weather girl, Wendy Avaloni. Over to you, Wendy. Well, Tom, it's pretty wet down here tonight. We pots are just in that migrating microplastics are making their way through the mid-lake channels, making it difficult for the phosphorus-loving algae to maintain their dominance as top pollutant. Last week's storms have increased poisonous one-off from the farms, so we should see the fluffy algae making a strong comeback soon. The fecal pathogen level ranges from medium to needing medical attention, and I do believe I spotted a dead cat trying to untangle itself from some abandoned fishing whale. Back to you, Tom. Ah, uh, thank you, Wendy. What a woman. Half mermaid, half night nurse. Now it's that time to hear from tonight's sponsor once more. 
Richard Thornberry's Embalming and Mummification Services. Choose from a wide variety of canopic jars and our handmade range of sarcophagi. Give your loved ones the send-off they deserve. New customer special, we'll process your pets for free. Deceased or not, what, what? Uh, now incorporating Thornbury's Taxidermy. Boy, boy, do they do a great job. This seagull diorama they created for me is just genius. The detail. Look at that one's little wing holding the guillotine lever. Uh, there's one carrying a baguette. <laughs> Trebian, Trebian. All right, coming up later on the midnight hour, we have another ditty from our musical buddies, followed by an interview. But before all that frivolity, we get to hear about the more pressing issues of the day with wisdom from Professor A.V. Moore of Ava Moore University. What? He didn't do one tonight. Why? Oh, geez. No, I never knew he had that issue. Well, you could have told me earlier. I mean, now what am I... Oh. This is all your fault, Eric. Well, there's just time before the second song, I guess, for me to finish my crossword puzzle. All right, here we are. Two across, Chicago gangster without a hat on his own. Hmm. Chicago gangster. Chicago, that has to be Al Capone, I guess. The hat bit, that must be Cap, so without hat. Cap leaves, leaves alone, which is the on his own part, alone. Boy, alone is right. Jeez. Hey, even the crossword now? Man. Okay, well, it's given me an L for the last letter in three down. When large Benjamin rings, having reality is 50-50. Hmm. It's tricky. Large Benjamin, 50-50. Well, all right, that's two L's as Roman numerals for 50-50. That's definite. I already have one L, but having reality Large, huge, big, Big Benjamin, uh, Big Ben, the tower, okay, the rings. But having reality, oh, oh to B, B, plus 50-50, LL, Big Ben, it's a bell. 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 Sandra Bell. A2 crossword. Oh. Jesus, oh, Jesus, God, we're moving. Oh, I can feel it. I, oh, I can feel something coming adrift in my stomach, too. Not now. I don't have time to deliver a sidewalk sloppy, Joe. And now, here's another song for Mr. Chips.
So welcome to the midnight hour. I'd uh, I'd kind of like to cut to the chase. How the hell do you pronounce your name? The Mister's Hip. The Mister's Hip. Okay, who came up with that name? I kind of came up with it. I, I had had a surprise baby that we didn't. It was actually like wife didn't realize she was pregnant. Went in and had a baby and four hours so it was kind of like taking the biblical like instead of the rib bone the hip okay forget about the band that we're not going to talk about the band anymore i want to know more about this so she didn't know she was pregnant did, did, have you ever had a sex ed class do you know how babies are made yeah usually i thought and somehow like still oh that's impossible yeah well yeah that's what i thought too but she had i guess that can happen all right, you're listening to the Midnight Hour. We're talking to Mr.'s Hip. And by the way, who are you? Who who, uh, who in the band are you? I'm Chris. I was lead singer, uh, lyric writer. So that last song, Half-Hearted Love Song, is that how you approach life, half-hearted? Just curious. Um, most of the time, yeah. So that's the easiest way not to get hurt and trampled on by evil women. How long have your, uh, has your band been together? Uh, we were together about seven years, but then another... A woman stole away our guitar player and made him move to Boston, so we are no longer. If you were to miss one of your hips, Chris, which one would it be, left or right? Uh, left, definitely. Okay. As a band, what's the highest number of people who have come to see you play at once? What's the biggest crowd you've had? Uh, probably about 100. Really? Huh. Who knew? If you were to play through an oncoming plague, which one would you choose? Frogs? Locusts? Or fish flies? Frogs, definitely. Everybody says frogs. At least you can eat them and fry them, and supposedly they taste like chicken. That's what we hear. Getting down to business now, and this may sound irrelevant, but people want to know this. Who in the band could throw a fully grown sturgeon the farthest? Definitely Adam. Do any of you guys own a boat? Uh, yes, Adam does. Thus, the sturgeon throwing. Has, have you ever seen him throw a sturgeon? Way too many times to count. I don't uh, I don't personally own a boat. I'm on a boat, but it's not mine. It belongs to here on City Radio. But back in 72, when I got lost between Svalbard and Greenland after an unhelpful canoe incident, I ended up as a captain of a crab boat high up in the North Atlantic. And our cook always told us, better to eat dry beans than spill boiling water. And, you know, even though I outranked him by a considerable margin, I, I always looked up to that man. You have any handy advice like that for our listeners? Um, My only advice is... Don't trust uh, sex ed. Yeah, it uh, is not foolproof. Hey, if any of our listeners with or without hips would like to find out more about your band, where can they find Mr. Hip? Uh, they can find it in their hearts and hopefully log on to Google and type in the Mr. Hip. Google. Is that like a website? Or DuckDuckGo. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't have the internet out here on the gray ship. All right, Chris, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. The ship lives! Well, thanks to the Mr.'s hip for that, and uh, what a sweet young man. Uh, reminded me of myself in my naive youth, what with the babies and not knowing anything about it. And now I just have time to announce the winner of last week's competition, and the successful entry comes from a Mr. Isaac Newton of 7th and Honeycrisp. His estimate of 46 armadillos plus a raven in a velvet suit was the closest to the actual answer, so congratulations. And now before we go, and before the boat goes anywhere, and before my stomach comes adrift, it, it's time to once more uh, dig into my pockets for treasure in Tom's Poetry Pocket. 
Now what do we have here? Dear Mr. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. Reject your application. Salty Sailor Dating Agency. Too many. Lowest ever score. Oh, here it is on the back. <clears throat> Sad end. Sleeping. You lay in my bed. I, bare and gutted, prying into the hedgerow of your life. Your warm skin I touched, carrying its tardy surface around with me in my pocket, like a stolen pelt, smooth, guilty. <sighs> Do another poem next week. Oh! Aunt Ada's asshole, what the hell? God, Eric, I'm, I'm moving. The, the boat is moving. Oh, God, my... Oh, my guts. Oh, oh God. You've been listening to the Midnight Hour. Oh, my God, my stomach is like a whirlpool. On Huron City Radio. Oh, with me, Tom Bobajomsky. Oh, big... Thank you to our, our calling guests, uh, to Wendy, and, and of course, uh, our, our musical guest, the, the Mister's Hip. Our gratitude goes to tonight's sponsor, <laughs> Thornberry's Mummification and Embalming Services. God, at this rate, I'll see if they do a bottom of the lake special. Oh, Sandra. Sandra Weiss. Hi, good night. Eric. Eric, can you hear me? What's that, Eric? What, are you fucking kidding me? You think I'm making this boat move by myself? God, when I get off this thing. Listening to the Midnight Hour on Huron City Radio with Tom Babajowski. You've heard the voices of Tom Babajowski, Jake Buckley, Emily Coggle, Rachel Kearney, Owen McKinter, Anson Pavlov, and Leah Gray. Tom's Top Tips Jingle, sung by Giovanna Greco. Our special thanks to musical guests, Mr. Hip. This show was created by Daniel Williams and was written by Daniel Williams and Jake Buckley with additional material from Tom Bobajowski, Jamie Leslie, and Tom Emmett. Production and editing are by Daniel Williams. Midnight Hour is recorded at Parallel Studios and is a Huron City radio show for Albion Fields Productions. (laughs) 